Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. It's Greenland, like being Amish, but with more ice. Bye. Welcome to the home of stupid. That's right. You're now listening to Common Man and T-Bone. I was leaving the radio station. I was a young guy. I could have handled it more like an adult. I didn't. I pooped in a bag and <laughs> hid it in her office. I left poo. Featuring Panama Ted, imported from Panama. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Leanna Ray on traffic. Five minute delay. And a bunch of internet sounds that make no sense. To reach around the guy. <laughs> you gotta squat and be ready. <laughs> Balls on his chest. <laughs> Strap in and strap it on. This is Man and Bone. (laughs) Happy Thursday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have another short program today. Mm -hmm. Out at 5.30 because of Buckeye basketball. So because of that, maybe you're saying, what happened to Would You Rather? Don't worry. We're still going to do Would You Rather, but we're going to do it at 4.34 today. Mm -hmm. So get your Would You Rathers in early. Send in your would you rather tweets at man and bone nine seven one. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Fabulous. It's a packed show today. Now it's only two and a half That's hours. A big show today. We have around the Big Ten with Adam Brittenberg at three thirty four. Would you rather four thirty four? Degenerate T Bone four forty eight, and then kiss my ass. We're gone at five thirty. <laughs> then Buckeye basketball, big one tonight. Buckeyes first road game of the season. At Xavier. Let him live. I'm excited about this game for many reasons. I love Buckeye basketball, but this one is uh, a little bit different because you're going on the road, number one. Uh, You're also playing a team that, for many years, this program had previously avoided scheduling in-state competition in anywhere other than neutral site type of situations or, you know, if they were in some kind of preseason tournament I love the fact that Ohio State is not afraid to go play Xavier at Xavier. Not afraid like they did, what was that, a couple years ago when they opened up Cincinnati's new building? Yeah. Like that, I'm glad we're in that spot. So it's, as a longtime Buckeye basketball fan, I'm glad we're back to doing that, and that's a great thing. From a fan perspective, it's great. I heard Chris Holtman talking about it this week. He sounds like he wants to kill himself. I mean, he's he's putting on a happy face. It's like, oh, it's going to be fun, Buddy. it's going to be good, and... It does present some challenges, though, when it comes to recruiting. Yes, I know it does, but you know what you have to do? Go out and win the game. <laughs> then of course, then but, you won't have challenges. Well, you know, the I, I see that, but the reality is this. If you lose a game to, I, I don't know, you play Seton Hall next week. or Yeah, that's yeah, your next, next game after this. If you lose to Seton Hall, does that diminish recruiting any more or less than losing to Xavier? Like, I would tend to think a player who's in Ohio, who's looking at both Ohio State and Xavier, is looking at those two schools for a variety of reasons and very different ones, wouldn't you? Like, maybe you're a Cincinnati kid. You're thinking, I want to stay in this part of the yeah, state. Yeah, I don't necessarily think they're just looking at the head to head. No, saying, I think well, I think everything being equal, this team beat this team. I'm going there now. I'm saying they're two very different college experiences. The conference you play in are, are very, it's very different in that regard. You know, I, there's just a lot that Ohio State has to offer. There's a lot that Xavier has to offer. So I don't, I know what he's saying. He knows his business more than I do. I'm just pointing out that 
I think that sometimes coaches get so focused on not losing any edge that they sometimes ignore the fact that there's a lot of players who are just going to look at it and say, well, yeah, Ohio State might have lost to Xavier, but I like Ohio State because I like Chris Holton more or I like what they have there and I think I could play there and do well. So there's a lot more that goes into it than just head-to-head. Well, and, and sometimes, too, you know, I know this game's on the road, but, you know, a few years back we had situations where there were very sparse crowds over there for non-conference games. And the reason was because there weren't a lot of marquee opponents coming in here that excited people. You can't have it both ways. If you want to have packed houses over there, you got to bring tough opponents in that people want to see. The downside of that is you may lose some of those games. Well, and you also have to go on the road occasionally, too. I mean, that you got both. Yeah, right. You have to have return matchups. Right. <laughs> right. So there, but, but again, I'm all for that. Like, let's have more of that. That's good. And, and I appreciate that Chris Holtman is willing to take it on between going in-state, doing this, a early season tournament, right, which is what they're going to play in next week, and then, oh, you've got the ACC Challenge with Duke right after that, and then congratulations, it's December and you have two Big Ten games. This is a really tough early stretch, and I don't doubt that it's got Chris Holtman you know, up late at night trying to figure out how to manage all the minutes for these guys, what he's going to do with some of the injuries they've already well, sustained. That's, that's what I wanted to bring like, up, too. All that stuff is no doubt a nightmare for a coach. He's got to figure out who's going to get minutes on this team because we got an update on Justice Suing today. We knew it wasn't going to be a good one, and the report is, not the report, the fact is, he's going to be out for an extended period of time. They are calling it an abdominal issue. Yesterday, I heard lower leg. Before that, we had heard groin. So, groin, abdomen, yeah, it's, it sa- seems same like difference. It's all in that wheelhouse, right? There. So they're saying an extended period of time. They are expecting him to come back at some point this season. Although I don't know what that means. You know, sometimes we hear, you know, significant injury. Here's the date. They're going to be back. Could this be a set town situation where yes, they're playing, but. Not necessarily with the type of minutes we expected them to play. I think you and I both looked at Justice Suing before the season started and said, if this Buckeye team's going to have a whole lot of success in this conference, he's going to have to step up and be something. Well, now that's not going to be an option for you. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking at it this way, Mike. If Justice Suing can, whenever the time comes that his body cooperates with him and, and can actually get back on the court, then maybe he comes back and is... Fully formed, is good to go, jumps right into a like 20-minute type of rotation and can get you 12 and 6 and then build off of that. That'd be wonderful. That, But I would consider that found money at this point. I, I think for this coaching staff and for the fan base, the reality is your expectations have to be someone else is going to have to step up and, and not just for a few games. This has to now be someone who can grow quickly into a role that is available. If I'm Holtman, I'm sitting there, you know, in the locker room before the games and in in the meetings with these players and saying, you guys all know what justice would have meant to the team. If he's playing, we don't know how long we're going to be without him when he's healthy and comes back, make it hard for me to take you off the floor. Show me why he shouldn't be playing over. Yeah, The minutes are going to be there for you right now. Yeah. You've got to take advantage of it. Prove yourself in this, but as that is happening, there will be hiccups and bumps, and the tough part is this is a brutal stretch of your schedule to have to go through that, but 
hopefully this team can weather the storm and find a way. I just, I, I'm looking for someone to emerge. I'm not even as concerned with wins and losses right now. I want to see another offensive threat emerge on this team between now and New Year's. That's what I'm, that's kind of my expectation of what I'm looking for. Here's why I need the Buckeyes to beat Xavier tonight. Because okay. you know if they don't, we're going to come in here tomorrow and our desks will be papered with Xavier crap. Yes. Because Lisa Shackman, our longtime sales associate here on The Fan, who is retiring at the end of the year and we will all miss her. Yeah. She is the biggest Xavier fan in the world. You go to her cubicle, it's like Xavier threw up in her cubicle. yes. And even to the point of like when my youngest was born, uh, when Abigail came around a couple years ago, I got a gift basket or a, a like a bag from her that had a whole bunch of stuff in it. Very nice What's gesture. In the bag? Yeah. Very nice gesture. A little uh, welcome to the baby life again, T-bone bag. And in there was a bunch of like Xavier rattles yes. and bibs and all kinds of stuff. So, so my kid now wears Xavier stuff. She's, Not like today. Prop- she's a propagandist. Yeah, she just peppers you with Xavier, and I love it. That's I love it. I love it when someone is that passionate about their team. I don't love it today, but you're not going to love it tomorrow when you come in and <laughs> not, not if they win. <laughs> need the Buckeyes to win. That's you're going to open need. up drawers and little things will pop out at you. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Jackets on the road tonight for the Coyotes. Nine o'clock start time. It's an Elvis night tonight, and some Browns things for you, Boner. Yeah. Are you ready? Let's rapid fire these. All right. Uh, Baker says he's the most beat up he's been in his NFL career. Let me don't tell worry, you, though. Well, uh, he's going to play. Okay. Let me tell you why I don't believe him. Because it's a lot like, remember how he used to say this with Urban? And, and other coaches do this, too, where it's like Urban would sometimes go out of his way to be like, oh, this is... These guys are just playing so great right now. It's just, I don't know what people are seeing. And it's like, Urban, you just won by seven to a team that's in the MAC. Like, Urban would have those moments where he tried to build his guys up when he knew it wasn't going well. Baker's got that, where it's like, I'm as beat up as I've ever been. That tells me he's actually feeling better. If he was out there like, no, it's fine. I can play. I'm tough. It doesn't hurt. And it's like, well, that means you're really sore. Like, I actually feel like Baker is playing a little mind game here. I'm going to go... Oppo Taco and say not hurt as that's bad actually, as he's making That's it sound actually like. a very good point. I think Baker because I is, do that with my wife. I try and stretch out sickness. Yeah, or even if I'm feeling better, I won't yeah. let on that I'm feeling better because then she'll have more expectations of me. Yeah, that's that's fair. All right, well, let's go here. I go to the grocery store. I'm really not feeling. Yeah, it's. I'm still, the most banged up I've ever been. Right. I got to lay on this couch. And obviously, he's not telling Kevin Stefanski that. That does. I'm, this is for the public consumption. I'm saying he's putting it out there. They're like, yeah, I'm really beat up. I don't know if I can even go. And then that's going to give them a little mental edge. And then they, he comes out there and probably plays better than we expect. That's my Apo Taco take. Uh, Kareem Hunt is a no go this week. Chubb could be back. Baker says they need to get Jarvis Landry more involved in the game. Is this going to be like a OBJ thing now? We got to try and force the ball with Jarvis well, Landry. Know, yeah. It's like he's open or he's not. No, Throw the ball th- to him if he's open. What are we getting guys more involved with for? That <laughs> is that was that the problem last I week. <laughs> I feel like you know in any other profession, if an accountant, if you went to your accountant every year and you're like, you know. I, I keep getting these big tax bills and I keep getting the IRS on my ass. Like, what's going on? And he's like, ah, I got to do a better job of keeping you out of trouble and make sure I am sorry. I messed up last year's time. They won't happen this year. Like, at what point is that just your accountant failed at that? And it's on him a bit, right? Like Baker continually saying, I got to get the best players in this offense, the football. Yeah, you do. 
So do it. Like, I don't, I don't know what is stopping him from doing it other than perhaps ability. Now, I know he's been injured too, but if your concern is I'm not getting Jarvis Landry the football enough, who can fix that, Baker? Is, are you saying he's not open? And if so, then let's go ask Jarvis Landry how he feels about that. If you are saying, no, he's getting open and he's available and he is making the right plays, I'm not making the right reads. That's my bigger problem. Well, right. And especially with a guy like Jarvis Landry, he's your first read 80% of the time. I would think so. so. Yes. So you're looking at him first. He's either open or he's not. Don't try and force the ball in if it's not there. Well, but my point is, I don't feel like, again, I don't feel like most quarterbacks would go out and throw their wide receiver under the bus and say, I got to get him the ball more, but he's not getting open. Like Tom Brady might do that because Tom Brady's got all these championship rings. But outside of him, outside of a few of those guys, most quarterbacks in this league are not going to openly just take a dump on their receiver and say, yeah, that guy can't get it done. I would get him the football, but he's not there. That's not, I don't think, what Baker's doing. So noble of him to try to take the blame on that, but... At what point do we stop looking at how noble he is for playing through injuries and saying that he's screwing up and acknowledge that he, yeah, but he is screwing up too. That's why this isn't happening. Texas Tech's radio announcers have been suspended. We'll tell you why coming up next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find slow traffic on I-70 westbound between Miller and the 71 East Split. Plan on some backups in that area. And more delays on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Meyer. Start your holiday shopping at Meyer with 15% off select toys for everyone from brands like Lego, Barbie, Jurassic World, Disney Princess, and much more. You'll find great deals on the toys that will make this the best holiday season yet. Only an array with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Attention, please flip your listening device to the stupid setting. Thank you. You're listening to Man and Bone. Bone? Yes, man. The queen has something very important to tell you. Oh, what's the queen got Join to say? Join the fan for the Ozone tailgate on lane for the best game day tailgate in town. Catch the pregame show with Matty Ice and Tyvis Powell. I'm a big fan. Listen to live music and watch the game if you're not headed inside. Be sure to bring British pounds for your favorite tailgate refreshments. Or, the Ozone Tail... Shut up! Oh, I'm sorry. The Ozone Tailgate on Lane is sponsored by TNT Equipment or Tint Equipment, Pepsi Zero, Capital City Concrete, and Corona. See you on Saturday. Um, will your worship be attending said tailgate? I have a previous engagement. Oh, okay. I'm showing up at the big Nuna on Fox. Ah, I see. That, well, that makes sense. I You're don't gonna... want to hang out with Herbie on ABC. Yeah. No No worries there. Totally understood. How's your back doing? Has it effectively been... Herbie healed? threw out my back! He threw it out, yep. too? Wow. It was Queen's, a wild night at the palace. Queen's getting her back blown out all the time. That's mm-hmm. too bad. I don't know what's going on there. Jeez. Uh, Texas Tech's radio announcers have been suspended. Play-by-play announcer Brian Jensen 
color analyst John Harris had been removed from announcing the Red Raiders Saturday game against Oklahoma State in response to on-air comments during their November 13th game against Iowa State. The Big 12 issued a public reprimand of the announcers last night. Uh, There were some officiating decisions they did not care for during the game. And they called them out and said the officiating crew was terrible and the Big 12 clearly wanted Iowa State to win the game and not Texas Tech. And then they proceeded to read off the names of all of the officials at the game. Well, they so they had a delay at some point as well. Uh, because some students threw trash on the field after an interception was overturned. Right. And in that time, that was where they got a little more of a chance to just, as they're clearing the field and trying to restore order, they had a moment where they have to fill time. And as a broadcaster, you and I both have understood that. We've been in that moment. They chose then to go in on the officiating. Here, Here's the interesting thing, at least to me, is Bob Bowlesby has no problem And the Big 12, or any of these conferences, I'm sure, would act the same way. They have no problem punishing and banning guys who, yes, I would say these Texas Tech uh, announcers went over the line. At one point, they they actually flat out said, I'll say it, the Big 12 wants Iowa State to win this game. Yes, it says, I'll say it right now, the Big 12 does not want Iowa State to lose this game. That's over the line. That's not professional. You should not do that. They... If I if I think I'm understanding it right, they made a mistake at their job. They are not allowed, apparently, to make those type of mistakes at their job. And when they do that, they're getting suspended, not by the school, by the Big 12, correct? Well, yes, here's, here's why. But when the referees make mistakes, we're just supposed to, well, hey, they're human. What are you going to do? Live and learn. That's what happens. And then these guys just keep officiating games poorly. This is, uh, and by the way, these calls were horrendous calls. Yeah, and they, the, the conference. You can go back and look at them. No, they, they, were, they were terrible calls. The conference should need to answer for these calls. I always roll my eyes when somebody says, "Well, they clearly want this team to win." Now, don't excuse away incompetence with some sort of evil agenda. This is incompetence. All right, right. We can fix that. They just choose not to. Instead, they hide behind crap like this. But this is a problem that I've had for a long time. Broadcasters should not be under the purview of the school and the conference. And as it sits right now, they are. I agree with if, you. If Paul Keels and Jim Lachey said the same stuff, which they wouldn't, by the way, because they're professionals, but if they said the same stuff on the broadcast, they would hear it. Well, Ohio State would hear it from the Big Ten. Yes. They would then hear it from Ohio State, and the Big Ten probably says to Ohio State, it's up to you to do something, but you better do something. Perhaps the Big 12 did this with Texas Tech, and Texas Tech said, nah, if you want to do something, you do it. Yeah, right. We're not going to suspend him. That's the bigger problem, though. These announcers are getting their check from these schools. Right. That's and, the problem. And, and I here here's the other thing that I I don't like about all of this. Once again, the the argument from the Big 12 seems to be, well, they're not just representing their radio station or the radio network that covers these teams. They are they are representing the school and then by default the school represents the Big 12, so you have a Big 12 entity calling out another Big 12 entity, i.e. the officials. Again, not a good thing. I'm not defending the over the line part to me is where they say these the Big 12 wants this game to go for Iowa State. 
that is where you've crossed a line and it was a it's a bad judgment call it is a mistake but again when you make a bad judgment call and you have a microphone in front of your face and you're upstairs in a booth that gets you suspended when you make a bad decision and you have a microphone in front of your face and you have white and black stripes on because you're the official well you just got to deal with that that's a human error that's part of the game why does the Big 12 not come in and at least acknowledge this crew was awful? I don't know. And they, too, are being suspended because, because they were so bad. Because, God forbid, you should show any weakness. God right. forbid yeah. you should show any vulnerability and a desire to improve. Because that implies weakness. I just don't, I don't understand why we hold people who do similar jobs to different standards. It is not as if... These guys up in the booth are perfect. They're not. And I'm not defending them as radio guys, by the way. This, like I said, seems like it's over the line, even for an idiot like me who's never done play-by-play. That seems like it's way over the line. But we have seen, and this is a broader topic of conversation, so much bad officiating, and I think it is due, at least in football, in both college and in the pros, I think it is because there is a lack of accountability for these guys. And the reason is because... These uh, entities that hire officials, be it the conferences or the NFL, they say, well, we don't want to make these guys so nervous that if they get a call wrong, they're going to lose their job. I think what bothers me... You can suspend them and then they don't lose their job. You can show that that there's a punishment if you keep making egregious calls. I think what bothers me, and I think it bothered these you know, Texas Tech jabrones too, because one of their big issues is... The lack of consistency from game to game, crew to crew, conference to conference, yeah. where there was a play. Look, man, we see it all the time. You know, it would look like a very obvious play, and they come on the TV and say, oh, we're pausing for review. And it's like, what are you looking at? Look, very obvious to me. Then they run over, they stop the game, they review something totally insignificant. We all saw it in real time. Play continues. Waste of time, right? You had an egregiously bad call in this game. A timeout was taken. Trash was thrown on the field, and yet they still did not go back and review it. They had all this time to review it. It was the wrong call, and just almost out of spite, they said, you throw trash on the field, we're not looking at it. How do you like that? That would frustrate anybody. That's a lack of professionalism, too, isn't it? Yes, it is. That's where I get so frustrated with this statement from the Big 12 on this situation. You are holding the referee. You are holding these guys up in the booth and saying they should know better. They have to be professionals at all times. They cannot screw up like this. If you do, there's consequences. The referees did all those same things. They weren't professional. They completely screwed that game up. They absolutely got calls wrong. And then they're like, well, you know, that's what officials do. That's eh, part of what happens when you have officials. Well, why is that not the same excuse for, well, that's what happens when you're talking for four hours about a football game. Sometimes you give an opinion that's a little too hot. Like, I don't understand why that applies only to people who aren't on the field during the game. Around the Big Ten with Adam Rittenberg coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on Sawmill Road at West Case Road. It is causing some backups in that area as they try to get the road cleaned up. Please be very careful over here. Also going to find some slowdowns on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is delayed there as well. Striving report is sponsored by Duncan. Keep up this holiday season with Duncan's new pancake minis. Six fluffy pancakes with dipping syrup. Cheers with a creamy white mocha hot chocolate. Mary on with Duncan's new delicious pancake minis. America runs on Duncan. Price participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusion supply. And Leanna Ray with fan traffic. 
was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Common Man and T-Bones around the Big Ten with Adam Rittenberg. Big Ten News and Notes. Sponsored by your Central Ohio Toyota dealers. Visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Every single Thursday, we talk to our guy. He covers all things college football for ESPN. It's around the Big Ten with Adam Rittenberg on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Adam, good to talk to you, my friend. Good to be with you. So Mel Tucker comes in here this week. We're not really going to chat too much about the game. I want to chat about his money. Reports are he's going to stay put for $95 million. How surprised are you that Michigan State went there? Well, yeah, I mean, I guess you can't be surprised by much in, in this sport, but it's quite a flex for Michigan State, especially those two alumni who are really funding this. I mean, this is not a school-funded deal or um, you know, Big Ten Network money. People kind of make that mistake a lot of time. This is completely... Um, according to the Detroit Free Press from the outside with a couple of very wealthy uh, former uh, Spartans. And so it's, uh, it's significant, right? It's significant for Michigan State. It's also significant for the marketplace. And talking to some administrators around the country yesterday after this broke, you know, they were saying, you know, that's Dabo money, that's Saban money, that's Jimbo money. And Mel Tucker, all due respect, has not done nearly as much as those men have as a head coach. And so uh, it's great for him. It, you know, we'll, we'll see if it works out, if indeed it's consummated. And, and uh, that's never done until it's done. But I, I would imagine with that type of commitment and what Mel said earlier today to Draymond Green on his podcast, I think it, it's in the, it, all signs are pointing towards him being in East Lansing for at least the immediate future. I know we tend to get hung up on this, you know, the TV money is that sustainable? These coaching salaries are that are those sustainable? But if the Michigan State job truly is, if that if that is resetting the market, I mean, do you see there ever being a backlash to that around college football? Not just in the Big Ten, where Michigan State on its best year is going to be either the second or third best team, usually in the Big Ten, and they're paying nearly a hundred million dollars for a coach. Do you think that will translate across all the other conferences, or is that just kind of a out of the blue, one out of a million type of thing. Well, you know the coaches and their agents are going to start asking for that. You know, hey, I did this. This is way more than Mel Tucker did. Um, so you got to pay me. And, you know, some of it's a game of chicken, right? You know, who's going to flinch? I, I think these schools, you know, don't stand up for themselves enough. And the agents sort of have them over a barrel. And uh, there's a, like, we, we put out this out recently, the, the amount of dead money there is in college athletics over the last decade is staggering. But, you know, these types of agreements uh, just show that this is, this is not a normal enterprise. This is driven by emotion and ego and showing that, hey, we're Michigan State. We're not some fifth-rate program in the Big Ten uh, that we're, we're committing. We're not going to lose our coach to mighty LSU, potentially. Uh, so a lot of it's about that. I mean, they obviously want Mel Tucker to, to succeed, but it's almost like a look-at-us move, no matter how it turns out, that we were willing to do this. 
And it doesn't matter what the other schools do. So now, but I think everybody else has to evaluate, do we have those boosters? How are we going to, how committed are we? Are we going to swim in these waters that are, that are crazy right now? Uh, That's an individual institutional decision. Around the Big Ten with Adam Rittenberg here on The Fan. Do you think Mel Tucker was the number one target at LSU, or do you think maybe it's Lincoln Riley or somebody else? Well, it's Jimbo Fisher. It's very clearly Jimbo Fisher. Now, you know, Jimbo has reiterated his, his desire to remain at Texas A&M, but anyone who knows Scott Woodward, the athletic director at LSU, uh, who I've talked to, says that you know, he would very much want to bring Jimbo back to the bayou um now after that and with you know, i think mel was definitely as i was told a formidable uh, candidate for the lsu job if he is indeed off the market i think it gets very interesting i i don't think the lincoln riley thing is real uh, it certainly things could change but i, I think he's going to remain at oklahoma and at, at some point he'll go to the nfl um but i, I think now you're looking at uh, maybe mario cristobal or maybe billy napier who's already in the state uh, I, you know, maybe Lane Kiffin with a, a, a team that could finish with 10 wins. And by the way, a, a pretty dominant win over Jimbo Fisher last week. Maybe he's the guy that LSU hires. But it's definitely an interesting search now if, if Jimbo is off the board and if Mel is seemingly off the board as well. I was looking at the Big Ten West standings, which have clarified a bit. Iowa and Wisconsin are technically tied, but Wisconsin does hold the tiebreaker. So if they win out both teams, Wisconsin goes on to the Big Ten championship game. Iowa needs a Wisconsin loss. What's interesting is Iowa and Wisconsin both play Nebraska to close out the season. Can you see Nebraska having a say in how the Big Ten West is won? Absolutely. It's a great question because uh, coaches in this league are very respectful of this Nebraska team. They know what the record is. They know they found every possible way to lose. But I, I spoke to a coach in the East Division last night who said this is a really dangerous Nebraska team. They're very talented on the defensive side. Now, we don't know how they're going to play now, knowing that A, Scott Frost is back, B, they're not going to be going bowling, and C, they, their entire offensive staff got fired except for one coach. So that could change how they perform in these last couple of games, and Wisconsin has tremendous momentum. I mean, you know, they may be the hottest team in the conference right now, uh, the way that they've been playing the last five or six games. So I, I wouldn't anticipate Wisconsin to lose the rest of the year, but they have to be leery of this Nebraska team just because Nebraska has been in pretty much every game this season. Around the Big Ten with Adam Rittenberg here on the fan. Maybe I'm just projecting, and if I am, tell me. But, you know, Michigan coming off the big win against Penn State last week. You have the Buckeyes coming up in a week. They're at Maryland this week. Is there any danger there that the old term is trap game that Michigan falls victim to the Terps this weekend? Yeah, I mean, I think they have to be uh, you know a bit concerned just because Maryland you know has a has a great you know good offense. The quarterback uh, uh, Tagovailoa is is a guy that can put up some passing yards against Michigan. But I also think this Michigan team is different. I think they've shown us that the way they were able to come back and, and win that Penn State game after I guess it was they were tied, but but, but being able to score late and, and win that game was 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 huge for the Wolverines. And I think their their locker room is stronger. Their leadership is stronger. You know, they, they know what would be coming up next week. So I, I, I imagine that they'll, it may not be a dominant win, but I, I think they're going to find a way uh, against the team that, that they're just frankly better than on both sides of the ball. And then we'll set up that uh, potentially huge game next week if the Buckeyes can handle the Spartans. Adam, we always appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk next week. Sounds good, guys. Appreciate you. Around the Big Ten with Adam Rittenberg on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. A game that, you know, we're, we're not, we don't really care about is Minnesota at Indiana. 
You brought up Indiana last week. Well, this is a two-win football team right now. And last week we were saying, what if they lose to Rutgers? Well, not only did they lose to Rutgers last week, they lost thirty-eight to three at home. They got obliterated, thirty-eight to three. You know, I'm not. I understand. We asked Adam about this last week, which is why I didn't bring it up today. But you know, Tom Allen was you know lauded quite a bit for the way he has brought Indiana's program to you know some national attention last year, and then they ultimately didn't get it done. And it's it's been building that way, right? Even before Tom Allen, but this, this if they go out. The rest of the way here, they have still got a a decently tough schedule because they like well everything's tough. Everybody's when you're two better. And nine. They're, they're winless in the conference. Yeah, they've got Minnesota and at Purdue. So Minnesota won't be easy. That's your last home game, and you're on the road at Purdue. We know how dangerous they can be. You go two and ten. I don't care what you did, goodwill wise earlier. Two and ten is instantly on the hot seat for next. Like he will be on one of the hottest seats going into next year. We'll wait and see if that occurs. Maybe they find a way to rally for a few wins at the end of the year and make it look less awful Four wins. God, but that I'm saying like there, even that you should already be on the hot seat for next year. They will not fire in this off season, but next season you have to have that conversation. Ryan day with his radio show today. You will hear from the coach coming up next common man and T bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on I-71 southbound at 670. It is blocking the two left lanes in this area. Traffic is stop and go from 5th Avenue and still continues to build. Emergency crews on scene as well. Please be very careful over here. This traffic report is sponsored by Meyer. Start your holiday shopping at Meyer with 15% off select toys for everyone from brands like Lego, Barbie, Jurassic World, Disney Princess, and much more. You'll find great deals on the toys that will make this the best holiday season yet. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Thursday. We've got a short show today. We're done at 5.30. Because of an early Buckeye basketball start. They're on the road at Xavier. Of course, catch all the action right here on the fan. Because we're out early, we are doing Would You Rather at 434. So get in your Would You Rathers now. Send us tweets at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Ryan Day with his radio show today. Of course, Saturday, Sparty's in town. It's also Senior Day. Here's Ryan Day talking about his feelings. About the senior class. Yeah, I, I can't say enough about who those guys are. Just so accountable. Just guys you can you can you can believe in. You can count on. And you know, when guys are young, you try to tell them what accountability means. You people throw that around a lot, but you know, it's just you you, you can trust that they're going to be there every day. And, and they have shown up every single day. Nick has been through a lot in his career. Thayer's been through a ton in his career. But they you know injuries and different things that have come up. But they just show up every day. Um, they don't make it about them. They're unselfish. They're team players. They love Ohio State. They solve problems. They got great leadership. I mean, I can't say enough about both of those guys. 
I know sometimes we, and I'm guilty of this too, you know, we look at first world problems and talk about them like it's a life and death situation. It's not. I get that. But, you know, last year I felt sorry for the kids graduating from high school that couldn't have a graduation, couldn't go to a prom. Yeah. You know, those are sort of rites of passages they couldn't do. Last year's senior class went out in front of empty stands. Sure. Which, which had right. to suck. This this year, you know, I think is going to be special for these guys. There's obviously you want to go out there and win the game. That's the number one priority. But it's an emotional day for these guys, knowing that they're never going to walk back in there and play on this field again. Oh yeah, I can't imagine the emotions they go through seeing that stadium lit up like it is for every Buckeye home game. One more time going out there and hearing the crowd, and they always have some family members around. So that'll be that'll be a very nice moment. That'll be very touching and and cool. And I, the next thing I'm going to say is not a knock on Ryan Day or anything like that. It is. I know why we ask that question because you want to give your coach a chance every year to talk about the seniors who are leaving. But no one in the history of that question has ever said. I got to tell you, I'm glad these guys are leaving. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's Mike Leach that question. <laughs> he, he may have that answer. Maybe true. Maybe maybe he's like, I got open tryouts next week. <laughs> Replace these right. bums. Right. I'm just saying. Most. It's it's just one of those few questions in life where, in any walk of life, if you ever ask me, like, what do you think about this group of people that are, you know, our seniors that are graduating? I don't think a principal, anyone's ever like, I'm glad. Boy, they had some troublemakers in this class. You ask my high school like principal, them. are you sad to see this guy go? Well, not the guy. He'd say good riddance. The class as a whole, they're always going to try to focus on the positive. And, and no reason not to with this one. I'm just pointing out that that question, while we do ask it for that response, you're never going to get the other end of that response. And probably rightfully so. Uh, here is Ryan Day saying that practices are less physical this time of year. Good, solid. I, I think that we did the right thing uh, the last couple of weeks of, of taking off the pads on Wednesday and allowing these guys to, to get healthy. I mean, it, it's, just, it's a big run that we're going under. You know, it just when you play nine conference games and, and uh, certainly six of them in a row back-to-back in the back half of the season, it's, it's, a, it, it's a tough run. And so, uh, you know, it's been, the, I think, in, in right now in the Big Ten Conference, it's, it's a battle of who can sustain, you know, right now. Who can bring it week in and week out? And so that's been our focus is, you know, can we do a better job than Michigan State of preparing? It's been a good week. I think the guys are into it. I think they understand that uh, they have to change week in and week out. They can't be the same player they were the, year, the week before or else at some point that's going to catch up with you. So overall, it's been good. Need a good practice today. Earlier in the season, you know, Ryan Day would come out and preach intensity in practice. We need to get more intense. need to get tougher in practice. But he's right that as the season goes and these games get more intense and these guys are beaten up, you can't beat them up more during the week. You have to allow for some recovery time because you're going to go bash some heads on Saturday. No, you're exactly right about that. I would also like to know, I'm sure no one did. It's probably a tasteless question to ask, but I wonder if anybody thought to ask, like, hey, Ryan Day, you're talking about distractions. Would it be a distraction if, uh, as a head coach, while you're preparing for one of the big games in your season, you're negotiating a $95 million contract extension? <laughs> well, he's going to punt on that answer. <laughs> I know he you is, know that. But, but also, like that that has to be, a. there's got to be at least a fraction of distraction to uh, turn some kind of rhyme there. I don't know how I did that. But like, don't you think Mel Tucker, just a slight bit, has his eye off the ball momentarily when his agent calls I think him, he's, like, I think he's all right. Got $95 million sitting on the table. You good to go with this? Like Draymond Green's calling, by the way. You got to talk to him on his podcast. Like that, that might just be slightly distracting is all I'm saying. Ryan Day says they live for big games like this. Part of being a, an Ohio State Buckeye is, 
uh, playing in big games. That's why we come here, and uh, certainly there's a lot of pressure that comes with it, but that's what we want. All you do is you just focus on preparing at the highest level you possibly can, and that's what we're doing right now is uh, doing a great job with practice, doing a great job with our preparation, and focus on playing Michigan State. This is why, this is why you come to Ohio State. This is why you want to play here. This is why you want to coach um, is in games like this. Of course, the game is noon on Saturday. Catch all the action right here on the fan. I saw the uh, the Manning cast was back this week on mm-hmm. ESPN2. It's not called the Manning cast. It's called Monday Night Football with Peyton and Eli on yeah. ESPN. But we're calling it the Manning cast and they should call it the Manning cast. The viewership was down. Uh, for the Week 8 Giants-Chiefs game, the Manning cast had a season-high 1.96 million viewers. Uh, this past week, who was it? It was the Rams and uh, 49ers. Niners, yeah. It was 1.586 million. The game overall had an audience of 12.3 million. So let me ask you, is that people sort of you know, checking it out over the course of the five, six weeks it's been on and said, all right, I've seen it. I don't have to go back unless there's a big-time guest, and there really wasn't a big-time guest on Monday night. Or do you think that was just a weird little glitch and it'll be back close to two million people the next time it's on? I I think it's hard to gauge what this potential audience will be for this thing if you're not going to be on every week. Like, you, they're, they're doing, if you do see some dips in numbers, and I mean, every week it's, are they on this week or is that not happening? Like, do you know, is it on next week? I don't I have know. no idea. Right. No one. So I'm saying, I wonder how much of their audience they lose or people who don't even bother to check in. Cause they're like, well, it sounds confusing. It's on, but it's not on. I don't even know. I'm not going to bother. If they gave it a whole off season of promotion and said this fall, every week, Manning cast tons of guests. And here's the expectation that that would be a better barometer for what this thing's going to be. Mel Tucker talks about his future at Michigan State. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident still causing slowdowns on I-71 southbound after 670. Traffic is slow from Hudson in this area. Plan about a 10-minute backup as they continue to get the roadway clear. You'll also find delays on I-70 westbound between Miller and the 71 east split. Traffic is building there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Duncan. The holidays call for Duncan's new holiday blend coffee. Enjoy a warming blend with notes of molasses and dried fruit to spark your holiday hustle. Sip through the holidays with a $2 medium holiday blend coffee. America runs on Duncan. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusion supply. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Would you rather at a special time today, 434, send in your would you rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. We're out of here at 530 because the Buckeyes have an early one with Xavier tonight. Catch all the action right here on the fan. I saw a couple people freaking out about this. The story today, I guess the president today said that uh, he's considering a diplomatic boycott of the Winter Olympics. Winter Olympics coming up this winter in China, in Beijing. 
and you know the history of human rights abuse in china not yeah i don't have to spell it out for well, you that's it's all it's all very well known that's right for a different show and i saw some sports commentators saying what does this mean it doesn't mean anything it means, it means that it, they won't send the diplomats right that's They'll what send it means. all the athletes it means you'll be watching the luge on tv but jill biden won't be there looking at it that's right. what it means yes they will not be sending any of like the official people like a secretary of state or somebody yes, like that. the athletes are still going they're well, not pulling the athletes from this. And you know, that that's a tough question too, right? I mean, forgetting this current situation with China, like just in general, right? Where there have been issues in the past with, you know, uh, various situations. With Sochi. Yeah, you've had that. You've had, I'm, I'm even saying going back to, I'm trying to remember which Olympics it was where, you know, two American athletes both held up their black gloved fist and said, you know, we're protesting even though we won. Like, I think there is something to be said for not giving up the chance for an athlete who's prepared their whole life to go and show what they're capable of doing, right? That would be a tough thing even because they can't help if the Olympics are in China. They can't help if, if like in that situation, there was political unrest at home, I th- you know, with all the different things going on in that time period. I think there is, I think that's why it's necessary for athletes to have a space to Yes, go participate, go play. And if an athlete wants to do some kind of protest, that's on them. Let them take the heat for that if they want to, whatever. But my point is, they've earned the right to at least go and try to win a gold medal is kind of how I feel about it. Even though I could understand it if the U.S. said, we're just not sending anybody. Screw you. We're going to send a big message. It would just be really hard for all the hundreds of athletes for the U.S. who have worked so hard to get to this point. You are right. However... There's a bigger conversation to be had about this, and I've I've talked about this before, is the United States needs to grow some balls when it comes to the International Olympic Committee. Oh, I agree and with you on that. they need to put that. pressure on the IOC to not accept bids from countries that have horrible records when it comes to human rights. The United States is the IOC's biggest market. Yeah. And why they don't lean on their neck more often and say, all right, cool, you want to go to Sochi this year? Or this year, you know what I mean, eight eight years in the future because that's how long it takes. Right. Don't count on us being there. We don't get any of that. Instead, a couple months before the Olympics, it's the, oh, well, you know, this is bad. Shame on you. We're not going to send some diplomat that nobody cares about. That's BS. Well, I mean, it it is. That's it, right? Is That's about all you can do. Because if you're going. That's about all you can do now. Yes, right. But it's not all they could have done eight years ago. I know. And that's that's unfortunate. Uh, This. This is something, and to be clear, we're talking about China. We're not talking about the people who live in China, clearly. This is about, you know, government and things like that. But all that geopolitical stuff aside, what would solve this issue? What would solve the issue you had with the pandemic, where in a different country, right, for the Summer Olympics, you had to postpone for a year because of pandemic-related issues and travel bans and all that stuff, not just with that country, but with lots of countries around the world, It almost is like the IOC should find a plot of land. No, they wouldn't make as much money. No. In a country that they will get assurances from that they can work with on all these different type of issues. This is about the goodness of sport and competition, Bone, unless it's not. (laughs) I'm just saying, there has to be like, Switzerland's neutral. 
find a place in Switzerland that is close to the Alps for the Winter Olympics and is not close to the Alps for the Summer Olympics. I'm just saying, there's got to be a lot spot. of places like that in Switzerland. Okay, it's, yeah, all, okay. it's a tiny country and it's all pretty much mountainous. No, there's got to be like a point where they're like, yes, but in the summer, this place gets to oh, like... Oh, the Great Plains of Switzerland. This place get, No, I don't... Yes. <laughs> I'm talking about the plains. The Dust Bowl of Switzerland. That's not what I'm saying. You idiot. I'm saying don't go to the card- the coldest part of Switzerland, but try to find some places. I don't know if it's Switzerland somewhere where you can say this is where the Winter Olympics are all the time. I, I got done. It, but yes, but I think Switzerland is pretty much at altitude, even if you're not in the mountains. No, I got it. There's a pretty much there's a high altitude there. Okay. I don't know if you can have sprinting. They may die. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> Today, 38 degrees in, in Switzerland. That's what, what, what are you arguing with me for? I, I didn't say it wasn't cold in Switzerland. No, no. I'm saying that like it seems like we're probably looking at a, a yeah some temperatures that would be you know within the normal range, right? You're talking about the the altitude, though. I don't. You got your mindset on Switzerland now. I am. I, I really want this Switzerland. Gonna, to this is going to consume you for the rest really, of the show. I want to go. I'm going to say go to, something. I'm going to look over at you. You're going to have your head in the computer looking at Switzerland stats. I want him to go to Basel. I believe is the city. Basel Let's is go to city. Basel. Let's right. go there. That's got like it's right next to a bunch of other countries. So you got a nice right little international next to travel. A bunch thing. of other countries. No, Basel, the city is. I'm saying it's not smack in the middle of Switzerland. It's like on a border. That's it's what I'm talking all about. Like a a close drive to other countries. Small. It's tiny. Yeah, but I think it's like their 270 runs into like Germany or something. That's what I'm saying. All right, it's right there. Okay. Are you finished with no, Switzerland? Never. My Mel guys. Tucker talks about his future at Michigan State. He was talking to Draymond Green on his podcast. He said, I made it clear in my initial press conference I thought Michigan State was a destination job and not a stepping stone. It was never my intention to come here and just pass through. I believe that we're building something special here. I have tremendous support here to do that, and we're on the right track. All right. I like Mel Tucker. I do. I don't know him. Sure. Could be a terrible person. But what I see of him, I like him, and I'm sure he likes Switzerland. <laughs> he may. He may. But you know what makes it a, a, a job with staying power for you, Mel Tucker? $95 million. Mm-hmm. Why, why are we kidding ourselves about this? Why, why is he kidding other people about this? It's about the money. Well, That's why you're staying. Let's, let's be clear. He is he is saying what he is saying on that podcast, whether you believe that he believes that or not. He is saying that because he is now in the business of selling Michigan State to every recruit he can for the next 10 years. I mean, on the one hand, and I'm not saying I would feel differently on this. You you get 95 you get 9 million dollars, let alone 95 million dollars. You know that whenever your time is done at Michigan State, you will want for nothing in this life. Your kids will want for nothing. You have more money than you'll ever know what to do with. He makes five and a half million dollars now. Well, right. I know. He's, he's, he's doing okay for himself. No, but I'm saying this is the type of money that puts you in a... It's in a category where it, you'd have to be monumentally stupid to lose this type of money. You have the ability to set up your family in a way that... Five million dollars still sets your family up very nice. Yes. $95 million sets up kids you will never... They're, they're going to be on Mars 
Mars, you're going to have Elon Musk's grandkids running Mars. And then they'll be like, oh, and Mel Tucker's kids are here. And they have the nicest plot on Mars because they got $95 million a while ago. And that's ballooned. Oh, Jimbo's kids are right next door, too. Uh, yes. We will be ruled by the Tesla children and then also all these college all football college coaches' football kids. Coaches. Anyway, my point is there is, the, there is that knowledge of like, I'm secure for the rest of my life. I never have to worry about any of this again. There's also that immense pressure to say, I got to live up to $95 million. I got to think about that. That's, that's a, I mean, it's a problem you'd love to have, yeah, but I'd I am, to have it. I'm saying that is the pressure that these guys do feel that I think I sometimes forget about because it's not like they're paying them $95 million to go out there and go three and nine. I mean, you have to actually go out and compete for big 10 championships year in, year out now. You know, we hear a lot about respect, right? Dwayne Wade talked about respect that's why he left the Heat late in his career, went and played for the Bulls. He said, it's not about the money, it's about the respect. I I didn't go with max contracts when I could have because I put it back into the team. Now I know I'm a little bit past my prime, but you're trying to undercut me again on yeah, salary. You wanna, you wanna and I don't known. appreciate it. You it's about respect. They're take care of you. I'm leaving. And so I wonder if, I work with a guy at a radio, not this radio station, different radio station. He had a deal. He was the big, big guy at the radio station, had the best shift, pulled in the best ratings. He had a deal where it doesn't matter who else was in the market, what they were making. He made $1 more than that other person, mm-hmm. right? Anytime somebody came in, signed a big contract in the market, he walked right into the boss's office and said, where's my new contract? I want a dollar more than that guy. And he got it every single time. If you are Nick Saban. I know Saban doesn't care anything about this today, and I truly do believe that. He is knee-deep in whoever the hell Alabama is playing this week. But do you not go right into your AD's office and say, I want a dollar more than him? Mel Tucker cannot Just out of principle. me. Just out of principle. Yeah. I want a dollar more than him. I'm Nick Saban. You give it to me, or we'll call it a career. See you later. Well, that's what we were talking about with Adam Rittenberg. I mean, just in the Big Ten, how many guys can walk into their AD? I mean... Kirk Ferentz should walk into his AD's office and say, Mel Tucker's getting $95 million, $9.5 million a year. What are we doing about my contract? You know I love it here. I'm never leaving. This is where I'm going to retire. But I, I do have a market value, and if that's the market, I'm sure a lot of these ADs like literally saw that pop up on their phone or however they got the news that that was occurring, and they probably wadded up a piece of paper and just threw it in the trash Absolutely. on principle. And said, Absolutely. Dang blam it, or whatever they say. But you know say. what, though? They created this culture. Yeah, they, they did. They have no one to blame but themselves. Yeah. When, when P.J. Fleck wins two games and you just automatically tear up his deal and give him more millions, right. you've created this culture. Now they're afraid it's a runaway train. Yeah, I, I look at it this way. They have, like, every time they sign one of these coaches to a big deal, it's like they lit the fuse on a big firework, and that yeah. went off, and everyone's like, wow, look at that. And then another one goes off, Oh, at like, you know, Oklahoma or Texas or USC, and they're like, that's cool. Michigan State just lit off a barge full of fireworks, and now everyone's going, well, what are you going to do now, firework boy? Like, they're going to all their ADs and saying, what's your show going to look like next? And, you yet, and, your yeah. next and then they're complaining that the forest is burning. <laughs> Why oh, these, fire- tr- these trees are on fire all the time? I can't even get fireworks anymore. It's like I gotta, I gotta get discount fireworks. They're all mad because they can't find a good coach. How- you will watch this off season. The amount of coaches that are going to get fired this off season, and then you are going to see these fans, rightfully so, saying, "Well, we can't hire you know Justin Fuente because he just got." 
dumped at Virginia. We're not hiring him. And we can't hire this guy because he's a cast off from over here. We can't hire the next Steve Sarkeesian because look how that's going in Texas. The problem is that's who's going to be available. There's not like another Nick Saban hanging around. There is an Urban Meyer hanging around, but once he's, he's not, okay, he's but, not doing it. You don't He's think, not doing you don't it. think no. Urban at least no. checked his phone twice when he no. saw Mel Tucker got $95 million. So what the hell am I doing here? No, he's all right. Okay. I'm telling you. Okay. But either way, the only point I'm trying to make there is even if that occurred and Urban like shockingly left the Jags and went back to college, guess what? There's not another one of him. There's like, that's it. There's Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, maybe two or three other guys. That's it. Yeah. Then you call Billy Napier. Yeah, that's what you, you call. You, yes, and LSU's trying to call Jimbo Fisher right now, and schools are Jimbo's always going to taking that job. He may not, but that's I'm saying they're calling guys who also have these ridiculous contracts I know, and saying, "I know, come for more," or you go hire like hot, you know, 34 year old coordinator yes, guy and see oh. if you get Lincoln Riley. Possibly, I didn't know where we were going. <laughs> hot, 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 you hire lady. hot, hot person. You don't even worry about their ages. Are they attractive? The frustrating thing is, though, is that, you know, like we saw last year, and again, it was pandemic time, but still, they didn't have the foresight to say this isn't going to matter pretty soon, where you've got this big forest fire now from all these big contracts, and then they're running around with like a little kitty bucket full of water trying to put it out by eliminating the swimming program. Yes. Like, oh, we saved (sighs) 700 grand. Bye-bye. We just paid $95 million for a new coach. Oh, but we didn't pay for it. Rich boosters paid for it, so our hands are clean. Yeah, right. It's like, well, those rich boosters, probably if you'd have called them up and said, hey, um, you have $6 billion in net worth, our swimming program is going to go away. I hate to ask, but could you kick us a loan for a couple mil to let us keep this thing going until we can get back to some tournaments and start doing things again? But no, we can't. We apparently don't have the ability to do that. But we'll light that barge full of fireworks off to show you how important our program is. A college football coach says, don't believe the hype. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from Summill Road at West Case Road. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers in that area. And still watching an accident on 71 Southbound after 670. Traffic is still slow from Hudson Street over here. Plan about a 10-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Batteries Plus Bulbs. Buying for a business, let Batteries Plus be your partner. Whether you have one location or many, you'll find solutions for all your battery, lighting, phone, and tablet repair needs, plus volume discounts and more. Sign up for a free business account at batteriesplus.com slash business, Batteries Plus. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. We got a short show today. We're out at 5.30. Because of Buckeye basketball, we're doing Would You Rather at 434, so send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. I forgot I had something to read here, don't I, Teddy? Yeah, I told you. All right, waste waste time so I can get my thing. 
Uh, I did see a story that's a little interesting. We can hold off on it, but this just coming down in the last 10 minutes. There is a story about Antonio Brown that is quite intriguing, but we can Common say man that. here for Columbus Men's Clinic. Oh, are you talking? No, go ahead. You're Columbus good. Men's Clinic has successfully treated thousands of men in Columbus. I want to talk to you about low T, low testosterone. There are many side effects of low T. Low energy, sleep is off, libido is down, depression, cutting off your radio host when they're trying to tell you about Antonio Brown getting a fake vaccine card. If you suffer from these things, you should get checked for low T. And if you're like most men, testosterone will increase your energy, better sleep patterns, better gains in workouts, and increased libido. Call Columbus Men's Clinic today, 614-300-7400, or visit them online, columbusmensclinic.com. Tell them Antonio Brown sent you. Yeah, so here's the uh, story. This comes from the Tampa Bay Times that uh, Antonio Brown obtained a fake COVID-19 vaccination card so he could avoid NFL protocols. Now, his girlfriend is model Sydney Moreau. Okay. And apparently they've obtained text messages, has the Tampa Bay Times. Uh, between her and Los Angeles chef Steven Ruiz in a text message July 2nd that Brown was willing to pay $500 if he could get a Johnson & Johnson vaccin- vaccination card. $500? That's all it takes, apparently. This guy makes millions of dollars? He's, He's like, like, man, I got to put my, I got to limit. 500 well, all I can pay. I mean, apparently it's just confirming like this is the cost, right? He'll pay that. Uh, so she said, can you get the COVID cards? And then he said, I can try. She then responded, J&J shot. AB said he would give $500. Now, it doesn't say Antonio Brown. It just says AB. The story then points out, the wide receiver is often called AB by friends, coaches, and teammates. It's like, <laughs> Thank and you. also everyone else that has ever watched him play. They're like, Antonio Brown, AB. Yes, everyone knows what that means. So it doesn't prove anything necessarily, but this is, this right. is the story that is being reported in Tampa for what it's worth. Uh, college football coach says, don't believe the hype. It is Mac Brown. He is the coach at North Carolina. There are rumors out there that he's going to retire after the season. Mac Brown says that his competitors are using these rumors to recruit against him. He said, don't believe it. I'm coming back. Mm. I'm Mac Brown. Yeah. Texas wishes they had me now. How's that Sark working out for you? Good. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Return of the Mac. That's what the song they're going to play for him. All right, I got a story for you. Craig Carton is a radio host in New York City. He was a radio host, then he was a convicted felon. Now he's a radio host again on WFAN. Back in the 90s, he worked in Cleveland. And he was telling a story about Carlos Baerga. I'll just quote him. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. Carlos Baerga, how do I say this nicely? Carlos Baerga has a weird habit in the locker room before games. So I get brought into the Cleveland Indians locker room. Charles Nagy was a young stud pitcher for them. He and I were friendly. I wouldn't say we were friends, but friendly. All right, dude. Whatever. So I'm in the Indians locker room, and one of the guys is like, Charlie, show him. I go, show me what? All right, we're going to show you, but you can't talk about it on your show. I was on the air in Cleveland at the time. At the time, I couldn't talk about it. Now, 30 years later, I think I'm allowed to talk about it. So they go, you got to go see for yourself. There's a trainer's room separate from the actual clubhouse. As I walk towards the trainer's room, I hear this, and then he makes like this banging yeah. noise on the table. I pictured it every being second faster so. than that, but... Kind of like that? Or maybe like a... 
I don't know. I don't know what's See, that happening. That to me is too fast. That, well, I don't think it was right, that just, fast. Let's, well, you, you be the judge once you hear what anyway, is actually says, the noise is. There's a group of guys now a couple yards behind me following me towards the sound that's coming from the trainer's room. Maybe I'm being pranked. I don't know. But I go into the trainer's room. There's one man and one man only in that trainer's room. You know those circular doctor school stools that swivel the full 360 and they're like metal? Carlos Baerga is sitting on top of one of those stools and his baseball pants are down around his ankles. In his hand is what could very well be a baseball bat, but it's much smaller and it's attached to his body and he's slapping it against the doctor's school, doctor's stool rhythmically. Boom, boom, boom. And half the Indians roster are behind me all laughing hysterically. He keeps going though. He doesn't stop. I go back in and I go to Nagy. What's that? He goes, pregame ritual. Nobody asks. Nobody wants to right. know. Okay. Assuming, number one, we this guy went to jail for lying to people. So just keep all that in mind when you think about anything Craig that Carson comes out of Craig, when it comes out of Craig Carton's mouth. Ky- Carlos Baerga didn't no, go to jail. And neither did Charles Nagy. I'm just saying, like, this is Craig Carton telling a story. He went to jail for being really good at doing that. So just be aware. Anyway, if this story is true, then I have some questions. First of all, how does no one ask Carlos Baerga at any time, not in the moment, I get backing away and not saying anything at the time, but maybe you're out drinking after a big win, having a few brewskis, you're at the bar, you see Carlos Baerga, you go, hey, Los, what's going on? Um, can you explain to me what you're doing in there before the game? Can you explain the pee-pee thing to why, me? Why, why is that? And why just, are you, you punishing could, your pee-pee? You could laugh and be like, dude, we've all seen it. You're in there making a lot of noise. What's going on, man? What is that? Does that work? Like, just Well, let me tell you if it worked. The season was 1993. Yeah. That year where apparently he's just <laughs> his wiener on a stool. Before the game, he had three, right. 321 with 21 homers, 114 RBI, was an all-star, and a silver slugger. And he, he punished his shaft. So maybe that's why you don't mess with what's going on there. It's like, well, I don't want to I don't I don't upset what's happening here. I don't want to keep doing this, but I keep hitting, so all right. <laughs> Why don't you start? If it's going well. Also, here here's my thought on that ritual. Um, You have to have a professional understanding of what you're capable of at a normal level of weirdness. So sure. There's probably things that, yeah, for example, you could take steroids and make yourself a better baseball player, but assuming you're like, no, I have a problem taking steroids. That'd be bad. Well, then you have to make peace with the fact that you might be a three Oh five hitter, but instead you're going to be a two eighty five hitter. All right. Then you're just going to have to live with that. Well, or your power numbers might be a little more down, but at least, you know, you're doing it right. Carlos Baerga might have been better served to just make, Peace with the fact that, you know what, I could still be a really good ball player without. Well, the rumor was Carlos Biagra was on steroids. So maybe it started with him <laughs> just beating his penis saying, why don't you work? Work, penis. And then it just became. The his... penis says, you're hitting 321. <laughs> Isn't this what you wanted? <laughs> I don't work anymore, but you're a silver slugger. Then, uh. He started just using it as an outlet for his frustration when he saw his back acne and was like, ah, there's too many pimples. <laughs> like that right. is not the same as OxyClean, my friend. That will not work. Would you rather? 
is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking the left lane of Route 315 southbound at 5th Avenue. Traffic is stop and go from Ackerman Road in this area. Plan on some heavy slowdowns as they get things cleaned up. You'll also find that earlier accident has cleared from I-71 southbound after 670. All lanes have reopened in that area. Traffic report is sponsored by eBay. Shop on eBay to get more for your dough on stand mixers or get more for your buck on tech and gaming gear. Get more and save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Only an array with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Pondering life's stupid questions. What if uh, C-A-T really spelled dog? It's time for Would You Rather. Sponsored by Geico Insurance. An early edition of Would You Rather today. The best Would You Rather gets a $50 gift card to Pecan Pennies. Pecan Pennies and the Walrus are the downtown locations for pre- and post-parties for all Columbus's entertainment and sporting events. Show your ticket to any event for that day and receive an employee discount. Bone, are you ready? I am ready. Rob's Handle asks... Would you rather watch another double overtime victory against Michigan while sick with stomach flu or lose a close one to Sparty while pleasantly buzzed? I'll take the stomach flu. I'll take one for the team. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll go with whatever whatever causes the Buckeyes to have more success. Well, there you go. Stomach flu. Yeah, I'll take that. Common Man's Pizzeria says, my bros. Close enough. Go, go to, to hell. hell. Would you rather have Platinum Fox or Stupid Brad live in your basement making moose sounds, ironing clothes while eating pickles and watching the same episode of Friends on repeat, laughing hysterically for two weeks? I'd rather have Platinum Fox in my basement. I'd rather have Stupid Brad in my basement, I think. Just because you can manipulate him easier because he's stupid? No, because then it, like, if it doesn't go well, then Stupid Brad doesn't, like, control my paycheck. But if Platinum Fox and I don't get along well oh, for that enough. two weeks, fair enough. then like he comes back here and he's like, I gotta tell you, T-Bone was a real jerk to me at his house. And it's like, you were making moose noises and eating pickles. Heike Mikey says, my guys. I love a good basement. Would you rather talk British lady common man? I'm sorry. Would you rather talk like British lady common man and Kenosha, Wisconsin T-Bone for one segment oh, or yeah. Jeff Rimmer common man and Kenosha, Wisconsin T-Bone for one segment? He says... I wouldn't care. Either of those scenarios would be hysterical. That's not really a question for me as it is for like you. I'll ask Ted. Which one would you rather hear, Teddy? Me talking like the queen for a whole segment. He's not. Are you even listening to me over there? I, I am going to vote for British Lady Common Man. What That's what do, I'm what are voting you doing for. Over there? Are you editing the show for the weekend show over there? <laughs> no, I'm trying to get your um, live read that you had from the last segment because I have to air check those. All right, so you didn't hear a damn thing I said. No. Okay. It's all good. We got it. We're Clint good. says, 
my guys. Would you rather carry for nine months and give birth, but have free uh, have unlimited free fast food the entire time, or be banned from all restaurants for an entire year, but give oh. free child care? Banned from all restaurants for an entire year? Are you kidding me? No, I don't want to. I don't want to try to carry a child. I'll like give I, birth. You would give yeah, birth and get free fast food? Absolutely. What are we talking? Absolutely. I'm looking forward to giving birth. You. <laughs> All right. Good for you. I'm looking forward to it. Doesn't look that hard. JR. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) JR says, my guys. God gave me big hands and a strong grip. Would you rather Ohio State does not make the playoffs, but they beat Bama in a bowl game 59 to nothing? Or Ohio State makes the playoffs, but they get beat by Oregon 31 to nothing? You know what? Well, I... I don't want to lose in the playoffs. No. I'd rather win. Yeah, like yeah. either way, you're not winning a national championship. Right. So there's zero chance of that. So I'd rather beat Bama and shut all those hillbillies up. Yeah. Absolutely, I would. Uh, Jeremy Scott says, my guys. Because I said it was like that. That Miss, that Michigan State head coach did not get $95 million. <laughs> John L. Smith. <laughs> Ron, he, I'm not talking. He could use it, though. He might be that oh, much yeah. in debt. I don't know about... Any of the money he needs right now. Would you rather do Reaction Monday as Queen Man and Wisconsin Bone? Oh, yeah. Or Football Friday as Rimmer Man and DeWine Bone? I would. I have an easier time getting into Wisconsin oh. Bone. Hello, DeWine. I would rather be Wisconsin Bone, quite honestly. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to not get anything done with legalized gambling. Good day. Uh, Zach says, my guys. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once. Shame on, shame on you. It fool me, we can't get fooled again. <laughs> Would you rather have a fantastic Thanksgiving dinner with leftovers, but Ohio State loses to meat chicken, or have no Thanksgiving dinner slash leftovers, but Ohio State beats Michigan? Let me tell you right now. I'll talk. I'll take it for the team. Let me tell you right now. Two tombstones and a Bud Light. That's what I'm going with for dinner on Thanksgiving. If you don't like it, go to hell. That's what I'm not. I don't need all the fixings. I'm good. Get the Buckeyes to beat Michigan. You can give. I don't care what you give me. Give me tofu. I'll eat it for a day. I don't care. Swing pin asks, would you rather chops have full control of your children's education or oh. eat like Matty Ice, but remain the same oh. weight. That's a good one. That That's is, tough, that man. That is, man. That's tough. It, now, listen. It To me, perhaps, Chops could do a good job with educating the children. I'm not even going to... No, gonna, he would Listen, he here's would, the thing. He would Shopify him. Here's what I know. I know that the parent-teacher conferences, after a while, or maybe very early on, would become contentious. Because he would just say a thing like, oh, yeah, today we're working on six-day work weeks. And it's like, Chops, can we just focus on like more important things? And it's like, well, this is important. And then we'd, we'd have an argument about that, and then it would get frustrating. How's your handwriting going? We're learning about the moon landing not being real. <laughs> All Chops right. doesn't believe that, thankfully, but yes. Maybe he does. Who knows? I right, pick a winner. I kind of like that last one. Yeah, that one's. I think that's what I'm going to go with. Because here, if you don't know, Matty Ice eats broccoli and almonds. All week long. That's what he eats. On the weekends, he eats like a normal human. But 
Every time we come in here, he's like steaming broccoli or he's eating almonds. And we'd be the same weight. Yeah. We'd still be fat and gross. That's fine to do to stay in shape, in which Maddie does. But for us being fat, I don't want to know. All right. Who wins? That was a swing pin. Congratulations, swing pin. I'm going to the 80s today, kids. But before I tell you about that, swing pin gets a $50 gift card to Pecan Pennies. You know, Leanna bitches and moans about how I never get out of the 90s for my song of the day. So today, we're going to 1987. A little band that you've forgotten about called Ice House. Oh, I never... Let me tell you, I did not forget about them. I've never heard of them. This song is called Electric Blue. It was number seven on the Hot 100. Electric Blue. Teddy knows this song. Teddy lost his virginity to this song. So their name is In the Ice- booth just now. He's doing it. So their name is Ice House and the lyric is, I just freeze when I see you. Hey man, this was a seven times platinum album in Australia where these dudes oh, are from. okay. All right. That makes so much number more sense. Number one in then. Australia, number one in our hearts. This was the seventh best song in the country. At a certain point. All right. I got to tell you, the beat's fine. The music's good. The voice is nice. The lyrics sound like the Jackets PR staff wrote it. I don't know what that means. How do you do that? I don't know. Break into electric blue. You slap your wiener on a metal stool. Can you rise out of your blue? Your electric blue? Oh, you just now got that? You're welcome. Yeah, I just did. I've been waiting for you. Thanks for coming in. All right. You I'm caught the sorry. light train out of Stockholm, my friend. Good job. <laughs> what the hell is that? I don't know. What the hell is this? We got a it's saxophone electric- solo. Okay, Shut yeah. up. All right. Degenerate T-Bone for gambling advice that will lose. (laughs) Coming up next, (laughs) Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heath Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from Route 315 southbound at 5th Avenue. All lanes have reopened in that area, but traffic is still slow from Kinnear Road as it recovers. And plan on more slowdowns on I-71 northbound between 670 and 17th Avenue. That's going to be about a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by the Home Loan Expert. What would you do with an extra $350 every month? Maybe buy a car or start paying down the credit cards? Apply for your easy refinance today at thehomeloanexpert.com, the Home Loan Expert LLC, NMLS number 1326241. Only array with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Let me tell you something. The Blue Jackets 
should adopt Electric Blue as their slogan. Because it's better than Out of Our Blue We Rise. Well, I agree with you. And you know what else they could do? Every time Elvis puts those pads on, Electric Blue skates out, just play that song. I'd love that. Mm-hmm. Embrace the Electric Blue. That's great. Uh, NBC will pay $2.6 billion over six years for English Premier League rights. Is that a lot? Well, the last contract was a billion dollars for the same also, time that's period. That's also a lot period. of money, yeah. This is $2.6 billion. Sports Business Journal says EPL execs in private conversations described the $433 million annual payout as huge and said it blew them away. Yeah, yeah, because it was a secondary market that just gave you essentially half a billion dollars a year for morning games. Uh, two point seven. Oh, you're saying over what a they year? Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's a ridiculous number, and I don't think it's unjustified. As you know, I love soccer, and the Premier League is something that I tune into. But I know the majority of our audience probably does not. Reality is, it has grown significantly since they started putting it on. And if you have the Peacock Network. Which is one what? of the cock. Thank you. If you have that. Carlos Baerga. You don't just get to watch like two games a week. You can watch every Premier League game all season long. And it also has, you know, I'm not trying to sell you that network. I'm just Sounds saying. Like to me. Sounds like you're trying to sell me the cock. My point is, if you were to get Hulu and they just threw all that extra stuff on there, you'd probably watch it. That's what NBC is hoping with this, is that more people will sign on to that network Pay the whatever it is a month and get it. And you can watch all these games. So it's a valuable property for them. I'm glad it's going to keep getting a viewing point on U.S. television. Gambling time. Common Man and T-Bones. Degenerate T-Bone. Degenerate T-Bone. T-Bone's picks for the weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Bringing care closer to you with more hospitals and care sites in more places. Bone. All right, man. I have been uh, down bad in the betting the last few weeks. So bad. Trying to bring it bad. today. I'm trying to really bring you some some well-researched picks here. Picks? Because I, I dug deep. I'm trying to find the angle for you. So here I've got three. And let's see how they work out this week. Probably not much better. Tonight, Patriots at the Falcons. Pats are a six-and-a-half-point road favorite in this one. I thought the line might be over seven because the Falcons, well, they're probably not going to be able to move the ball much against this defense, but also because the amount of people who are looking at the Patriots after what they did to the Browns last week, you get a lot of the public that tends to jump on, you know, a big win like that and say, I think this should be 10 or more. And so they bet the lineup, right? But it's still under a touchdown, which I think is very interesting. Factor that in with Corderell Patterson ouchie not likely to play for the falcons tonight so offensively further limitations exist for them uh so they they are gonna have not many options to throw to perhaps the reason this line didn't go bigger is because there are some big time betters in vegas who are betting on chaos and saying well every time we think we know what the nfl is going to do the last few weeks it goes the other way regardless i'm going to say we know what's going to happen here Patriots are the better team. They're flying high right now. Falcons are decimated with injuries. And the Pats get it done to the tune of more than a touchdown. I'm going to say lay the six and a half. But how about this? I'm going to add on a little bit of a spice for you. Spice. Taking the under on 47. I'm going to say it is a Patriots victory. I'm going to say the Falcons don't score like more than 10. Set yourself up to lose twice. That sounds good. There you go. 
Uh, Raptors at the Jazz tonight in the NBA. 9 p.m. Jazz favored by 10.5. Big spread there for the Jazz, but here's a reason why. Toronto, 1-5 against the spread in their last six games. And just for what it's worth, this is how many points they're giving up in each of those games. 118 points they gave up to the Blazers. 127 against the Pistons. 109 versus the Sixers. 104 versus the Celtics. 116 versus the Nets. So anyway, Toronto gives up points. Meanwhile, the Jazz lead the NBA in offensive efficiency rating and have five players averaging over 13 points per game. Oh, and by the way, one of Toronto's best players, OG Ananobi, he is out for this game with a hip, so that's bad. Ten and a half, big number for Utah to cover, but the over-under is what I'm looking at. Over-under of 214 seems very doable. I think this game could get over given how many points Toronto is giving up and if you're looking to play the line, I would say that OG Ananobi's absence makes the Jazz cover much more likely. But I'm staying away from the 10.5. I'm going with the over of 214. All right, one more. Quick, go. Dolphins at the Jets. Dolphins, three-point favorites. Two is going to play and surprisingly has a decent quarterback rating this year. The Jets' defense is atrocious. It's on the road. I don't care. Dolphins cover three points. You know, starting for the Jets. Uh, not young... Not young, vaccinated Flacco. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. I have my reasons, but I don't want to tell you. Unvaccinated Flacco. Well, like Aaron Rodgers, that was a big controversial thing for Joe Flacco. It's like vaccinated, not vaccinated. I don't think it's going to be much of a talking point because you're Joe Flacco yes, and no one and cares. Bad. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Plenty of slowdowns to watch out for right now. You are going to find some backups on westbound 670 between Leonard Avenue and 4th Street. Traffic is delayed in that area. More delays on I-70 westbound between Miller and the 71 East Split. And traffic is slow on 71 northbound between I-670 and 11th Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by Duncan. Keep up holiday season with Duncan's new pancake minis. Six wealthy pancakes with dipping syrup. Cheers with a creamy white mocha hot chocolate. Marry on with Duncan's new delicious pancake minis. America runs on Duncan. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusion supply. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic common man here for care heating and cooling i'm a big fan of preventative maintenance something will eventually go wrong and if you're not prepared it is sure to cost you money that's why i want you to sign up for a care plan my guys at care make sure your heater and ac are running in tip-top shape taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues surprises suck be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Get in touch with your stupid. If worms had machine guns, then birds wouldn't be scared of them. This is Common Man and T-Bone. we got a short show today. We're done at 5.30 because of Buckeye basketball. I'm holding in a burp. Oh, well, you do that. We were uh, watching QVC during the commercial break, and you pointed out that one of the people on TV selling these ribbed sweaters that are on the TV. Ribbed for your comfort. Yeah. You said it looks like a Sears model from back in the Sears catalog days. Yeah. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong, but that triggered a memory I had forgotten about until you said that, uh, which was I one time got busted when I was like 10 years old with... The J.C. Penney's catalog. What were you doing with it? Well, I Carlos was... Carlos Baerga? No, no, no Carlos Baerga. I just, well, I mean, I was looking at the pictures in there because 
they had lingerie. Yeah. And I was looking at, as a 10-year-old, like, I didn't know this until one day I was just flipping through it. And I saw something. And I'm like, what is... And I flipped back. What and is like, that? There's a lady there. Look at her. In her underwear. And then I realized there were pages and pages of that. So I thought of that and said, I shall remember this. Put it back. <laughs> and then later on, I, like grabbed it when my mom wasn't looking and took it into my room the thing is though being a sheltered kid i had no idea there was like i was just looking at the pictures and like that's great right you didn't that's think that's awesome was, you were 10 years old i didn't go to the next level well, with you, it, right you didn't yeah. know there was a next level no, of course you were not. just looking at it and you said i like this but my mom was horrified and i think Did she ripped the jc penny catalog oh, yeah away from like you? it was like she came into my room to ask me about something and she was like what are you looking at and then like grabbed it and then that was, I never saw it again. Cause then a few months later, I was obviously very ashamed. And then a few months later, I was like, well, they also have like remote control cars in the back and they have like, I don't know, sporting equipment and stuff like, so I was like, can I just at least look at it for that? And I could never find it. It disappeared. I think she shot it into outer space. That's what I think. I'm not saying this is the best parenting in the world. It just makes for a good story. I had a buddy when I was a kid. Uh, he was a bit older than 10. He's probably 12 or 13. So old enough to start to have real tinglings down there. Yeah, okay. And he didn't have J.C. Penny catalog. He had the, the full Monty. He had a Playboy. Oh, right on. Okay. And his mom caught him with the Playboy. He was just looking at it. Yeah, sure. And caught him with the Playboy and was furious. Ripped it away from him. Then proceeded to strip down to her bra oh, and panties no. Oh, no. and say, you want to see what real women look like? Oh. This is what a real woman looks like! <laughs> Not what you're looking at! Uh, again, like, I think the... He killed himself, this guy, later on. <laughs> no, he didn't. But okay. I'm just saying, I don't know what that would do to I you. I don't know what that would... No, I, I think there is something good to say about we don't need to put a false image out there for what right. women are supposed Fine. to look like but also maybe your mom stripping in front of you is not the best way to hammer that message home well yes and you know there are women who look better than let's say marge shot all right well, sometimes we should celebrate these women if they themselves want to be celebrated no i, th I think the point here is that Regardless of where your standards are for beauty. I'm all for nudity. Yeah, me too. That's I'm not just, my mom. <laughs> right. I, I'm saying, like, are you trying to make the kid not be able to ever be around anyone ever, romantically ever again? Because stripping down in front of your son is probably going to do that. I, it's just horrifying. I have lost contact with that kid. I have no idea what he's doing. But I imagine... He's not having very good erections. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I imagine. Because every single time he's in one of those situations, you can't tell me. You can't tell me every single time it's not, well, here's what a real woman looks right, like. Right, like it, I mean, it might be low T or it might be your mom took her clothes off in front of you when you were 12. We're not really sure, but either way, come on into the clinic. Get it taken care of. Rundown, let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Krieger Ford. Visit them online at KriegerFord.com. Home of the Krieger Commitment. Best cars, best people, peace of mind. Buckeye Hoops on the road for the first time this season against Xavier tonight. Coverage starts 5.30 here on The Fan. We did get more information on Justice Suing today, and it's not good. 
They are saying extended period of time is the length he's going to be out. It's an abdominal issue. They are expecting him to return at some point this season. They don't know when or in what capacity. Yeah, here, here's the reality for Buckeye basketball. EJ Liddell is your primary scoring option. As he goes, so goes the team. But we all know in the Big Ten you cannot win basketball games. And, and even with the schedule you've got coming up the next two weeks, you've got a ridiculously tough schedule starting tonight with Xavier. Uh, you have got Seton Hall coming up next week. You'll play the winner or loser of a game between Cal and Florida. And then you get Duke. You you cannot win most of those games unless you have someone who steps up in a secondary role who can also be a, a way for the defense to not just key on EJ Liddell. They have to have someone else that can go, oh, we got to worry about that guy too. So far, no one's emerged. But Justice Suing was thought that he was going to be the guy. You can't count on him right now. And, and maybe not for the rest of the year. Not that he's going to be out for the rest of the year, but... You don't you know what wait. he's going to be when he comes back. Well, let's say he's out till January. We have no idea. But if he is out till January, when he comes back, is he going to instantly just drop into like 15 points and 7 rebounds or something like that? I don't probably, know. Probably not. Okay. So someone else... I'm saying if Chris Holtman, the message I would be bringing is, hey guys, there's an opportunity here. There's minutes available for you. There's there's plenty of opportunity for you if you want to go out and show me that you're the guy. Let's see who steps up and takes the reins on that. that that'll be a very interesting thing to watch over the next few games. Coverage starts 5.30 tonight right here on The Fan. Uh, Browns things. Baker says he's the most beat up he's ever been in his NFL career. You say you don't believe it. No. And he's just doing it for effect. Well, here I'm not saying he's doing it for effect. I'm saying that Baker tends to be the guy when he is really hurt, he doesn't want anyone to know. Right? I, I feel he brushes it off. He, he says, Yeah, it's no fine. big deal. I'm fine. It's no big deal. I'm fine. I can get through it. It'll be okay. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fine. This almost feels a little bit like the opposite, where he's going like, Yeah, I've never been this beat up while secretly knowing I'm feeling pretty good. Now I know he he looked beat up. He got knocked out of that game. He, it doesn't matter even if he didn't. There's no reason for him to be out on the field in that Patriots game. But I am assuming that this is a little bit of uh, oppo taco chicanery being brought up here where they're just trying to throw this out there. But let's say it's real, Mike. Let's say he is truly as beat up as he has ever been in a football game. All right. Why do you not start? Case Keenum has to start then. Like, it's not up to Baker at that point. Case Keenum knows Kevin Stefanski's offense as well or better than Baker does. He's been in it longer than Baker, given their time together in Minnesota. So why would you not say, all right, we're going up against a pretty awful Lions team. We have a beat-up quarterback. He's saying he's never been this beat-up. If that is actually true, then there should be no illusions about him starting this week. It should be Case Keenum. He should have all the reps for, well, whatever's left. It's all over now. It's just walkthroughs and stuff, but... This should have been, for Case Keenum, basically your chance to go out there, lead this team to a win. It's not about him being the starter over Baker. It's about putting the healthiest quarterback out there who knows the system. This is not a Cam Newton situation where he just got into town and he's learning the offense. Case knows it as well as anyone. Let him out there. Cam's going to start this weekend, too, looks like. I know. That's, that's a very dangerous proposition given the fact that he's just getting into this offense. Sparty coming in here this weekend to play the Buckeyes. Mel Tucker, their head coach, is getting a new contract. Ten years, $95 million. He spoke about it. 
He said to Draymond Green on his podcast, I made it clear in my initial press conferences, I thought Michigan State was a destination job and not a stepping stone. It was never my intention to come here and just pass through. I believe that we're building something special here. I have tremendous support here to do that, and we're on the right track. Yes, you have support. $95 million (laughs) worth of support. Well, and that's why it is, I mean, if Michigan State is going to be able to put up a hundred million dollars for the guy they think is the, well, they're not the best coach. Up. I know two rich boosters are putting it up, but no, but, but let's not make a Michigan, mistake. That's Michigan also what goes on at other places. Too. I understand that. But the talking point now is, wow, the school's not on the hook for this. It's just these rich idiots. Okay. So let's take their money. Yeah. But you also have last year, a swimming program that got canceled bah. because they were out $2 million. It bah. saved them. So you couldn't call up the $6 billion man, not million, billionaire, $6 billion this guy has that is putting part of this bill and say, hey, our swimming program is about to croak. Like, can you keep it afloat for they a few years? don't want to waste a phone call on the swimming program. <laughs> they Just, only make a call when they got an important thing, like the football coach. Well, and again... Mel Tucker may end up being a great coach. Like he is. He's looked so far like a really good coach. We don't. It's his second year. Yeah. No. You're giving him $95 million. I am guessing, and we talked about this yesterday, every coach around college football who thinks they've done more than Mel Tucker has called their agent and said, all right, that's the number apparently. What are we doing? What's my new deal going to look like? And we heard a story today that... uh, Back in 1993, while playing with the Cleveland Indians, Carlos Baerga had a pregame ritual that he would slam his wiener into a steel stool several times before the game as good luck. So the illustrative noise that was made is. Yeah. So he had 321 that year. So let him live. It worked. I think we should all do that. I don't. I mean, take pride in your own job. It doesn't have to be a baseball player. You're working a shift at no, Taco no. Bell. Before you start going, you. just start right there so you have the best shift of your life. Let me tell you, I, I think if, if you can't get through a shift at Taco Bell without doing that, maybe that's not the job for you. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm just saying, maybe if you, on the on the stool before your shift, that sour cream gun, that's never going to be fired like it was fired that day. <laughs> You're going to put a little, yeah, you'll find a way to make sure the lettuce. Taco and it's like, man, the, did Zorro make my taco today? Look at that yeah, Z with the perfect. sour cream. It's like it's all wonderful. perfect. The lettuce is crisp. Just the right amount of tomatoes on there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this guy did before his shift. He should do it every day, though. Do it again tomorrow. The Rundown. The Rundown. We done? We got one more segment, then we're done. Look at that. I don't like these short shows. I really don't. Look at that. Look at him. This is what a real woman looks like. (laughs) Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident on I-71 southbound at Gemini Parkway. It is causing some backups over here. Please be careful as traffic begins to build in this area. And more slowdowns expected on I-70 westbound between Miller and the 71 east split. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Batteries Plus Bulbs. At Batteries Plus, they do more than fix phones and tablets. They help their neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus for a free auto battery testing and free installation, too, on most vehicles at most locations. See BatteriesPlus.com for details. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports. Perfect timing, Mike. Mm -hmm. Well done. Buckeye warm-up is coming up next. Timmy Hall is the fine host. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone Man. Big one tonight. Oh, great one! Guys, excited! Buckeyes oh, and Xavier tonight. It. What are your oh, thoughts, man? Buckeyes favored in this one by two, two and a half. Interesting line there. I mean, these are pretty evenly matched teams. the The thing that I'm thinking about going into this is the battle in the backcourt. I think you know that EJ Liddell probably still will be the best player out on this floor tonight. He will be. He will. He will be the best player. But Paul Scruggs is no slouch. This guy might prove to be one of the better players in America at the midpoint of the season. And it's Colby Jones, Paul Scruggs in the backcourt doing a lot for Xavier. What are we getting from our backcourt right now? That's got to start tonight. Yeah, got to see something. Although I did see Xavier's not exactly shooting the lights out from three-point That's line. true. They're like That's true. under 30% outside. Not that Just when you say that, though, Scruggs is a guy that can knock down five or six in a game. Yeah, so I, don't, I, I tend to view that as they're a streaky team which means knowing the Buckeyes luck tonight's the night where the streak starts happening and they get real hot. How do the Buckeyes respond? If that occurs, that's a problem. Yeah. You know, Chris, you know what Chris Holtman's saying to his guys tonight? No, no scrugs. <laughs> I don't want no scrugs. <laughs> you do. That's, that's what you were doing that's over that's there. That's what I was doing. Sitting over here fiddling with things. <laughs> Must be real proud of yourself. I am pretty proud of myself. I, you should be. You pulled that off. Good. good. I thought you were trying to Carlos Baerga over there, but you were working something up. Chili. Hot. Oh, what? Huh? TLC. Oh, okay. Chili. I'm not no familiar left, with who No is. left eye? Rest in peace? Lisa Left Eye Lopez? No, I was never left eye guy. I was a left eye guy. Chili, though. Chili was your girl. Yes. Okay. She still is. She still looks great. I haven't seen her. In a while. How old? 50? Gotta be in her 50s. Teddy, give me an update on Chili from TLC. Mm -hmm. Thank you. (laughs) This is what we do for the show. Teddy, give me an update on Chili. (laughs) Let me know. Hurry up, Ted. Yep, that's good. It shouldn't have taken this long. No. Uh, I was going to say what's coming up on the Buckeye warm-up show. Yes, but but we just, we know. We'll we'll talk about the justice. for Buckeyes and Xavier. Yeah, we'll do that. Teddy? She is 50 on the number. Wow. Still looking good, though, right, Teddy? Yes, for her. definitely. That's right. great. Thank you. Back page. Let's do it. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, on the uh, list of problems that, of course, have occurred from the horrible tragedy at Astroworld, the Travis Scott concert that resulted in multiple deaths, there is uh, a little bit of a controversy that... W Magazine has had to deal with because of that pales in comparison to all the other issues but W Magazine apparently had a cover story coming out that they wrote and photographed before this all happened featuring Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner 
Uh, so they have been frantically trying to pull that. It was shot and printed before the November 5th concert, but it had not been shipped. Now they say that the magazine, the W editors, have been basically trying to stop all of the delivery trucks from putting that magazine out there. That would obviously be a, a terrible look for them. So, uh, yeah, not a good thing there. The interview was supposed to center around Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner and their three-year-old daughter, Stormy. But, of course, that will not be happening if uh, W editors of that magazine can get it off the shelves. Uh, I also saw this from Nick Offerman. Are you familiar with Nick Offerman, Mike? Yeah, he's, he's great. He's the mustache guy. Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec, right. That's so. That's that's what I call him. The mustache, mustache guy. guy. Mustache guy. <laughs> right, I gotcha. Okay, good. Anytime I can hear you say the word guy, I'm here for it. Yeah. So, Ron Swanson's, the character of Ron Swanson, obviously, was famous in Parks and Rec for wanting to eat all the meat, all the bacon. Bacon was his thing. And so Nick Offerman was on with Dan Lebitard today, and he said that since the show has aired, he said, I can't go into a restaurant without people putting an extra inch of bacon on whatever I've ordered. No one would ever say anything. Something about the Ron Swanson character, it excites some sort of terror or respect in the public. So basically now he says whenever he goes out to eat, they're just like, ah, I got it. You're going to want a bunch of bacon. That's not surprising. Yeah, but the show did very well. He was one of the more liked characters on it. Well, it is a little surprising, though, because it's not like, hey, that was a great character. It's, hi, real human. You want what this fake human wanted in the show, right? I know. But it's I'm going to give you a bunch of bacon. It's also bacon. And who hates bacon? Maybe he's vegetarian. I doubt it. I mean, he had to eat a lot of bacon he on the show. He said extra inch on the bacon. Yeah, so he well, was getting extra inch on bacon. top of, yes, whatever more. was on So you're there, telling so. me a vegetarian getting into a role wouldn't eat meat for a show? Ah, that's a good... I never thought that's, of that. You know what? I, I'm guessing, I never thought I, I about that. I bet you they would. I mean, look, there are well, lots of sure. lots of straight yeah, people who play sure. gay people in movies You're and kissing shows. kissing other people's and, wives? Yeah, that's right. You're going to eat some meat. There might be. Come on. Well, but there's a difference, though, because maybe you don't want it in your body, and that's a different thing. Maybe what they would do is get some uh, some vegan bacon. I don't to know. To fool some, people. Yeah, where you yeah, eat I can what see looks that. like bacon, that's but it's not, not a good actor to me. Well, remember... You think they have to be Daniel Day-Lewis and just go yeah, method. Yeah. Yes, well, I'm sure yes. he would do that, Jim but Carrey, others may not be willing. Moon. You know what? Famously, Bugs Bunny, right? The voice of Bugs Bunny was Mel Blanc. He had a... He did not like carrots. And, of course, Bugs is famous for chewing a carrot and then saying, What's up, Doc? Mel Blanc hated carrots. So, famously, what he tried to do when they first started recording those shows... He would try celery, an apple. Nothing was quite turnips, the same, though, was it? Anything that sounded, but they said it didn't sound right, mm-hmm. and he didn't like how it sounded when it would come out. So he ended up, he had a bucket, and he would bite the carrot, chew it, say, what's up, Doc, and then cut, and he would spit out See? the carrot in but a bucket. he's dedicated to his craft. He was, but he wouldn't He wouldn't bring it all the way down. He, he would chewed just it. chew it and spit it back out. So. I mean, Bug, all, all he's doing is talking while he's chewing. That's right. And he did it. Buckeye basketball coverage is coming up next. We are back tomorrow for a big Football Friday show. Talk to you then. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident on East Broad Street at Hamilton Road. This accident involves injuries. Please be very careful over here as they get things cleaned up. You'll also find some slow traffic on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is slow there as well.
Stubby Caport is sponsored by the Home Loan Expert. What would you do with an extra $350 every month? Maybe buy a car or start paying down the credit cards? Apply for your easy refinance today at thehomeloanexpert.com, the Home Loan Expert LLC, and MLS number 1326-241. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. And is sponsored by Columbus Comfort Heating and Cooling and Bryant. Doing whatever it takes to keep you and your home comfortable. The Fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, You're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on should. it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, you I... You can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just... Stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald now there are other white people who can pull it off i'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off i don't think no i have like shaved it all the way down it's too much maintenance that's i don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving that is you gotta do it every day yeah oh yeah to get the to get the cue ball look yeah like i have the stubble going and sometimes it gets a little longer that shave it back down but the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level like stanley tucci stanley tucci is a white guy but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it, even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know I know I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell racist well, at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down. Then is it OK where it is now? Because oh, I just want, now. OK, good. I yeah, just want to make sure like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy. Good. Right I, now. Don't, I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So. Good. All right. 
A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends, because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something.